0: We are deeply loved by God. We just are. God is the God of love, and we were created by God, in God's image, to love and be loved by God. The thing is, we probably don't feel deeply loved all the time. Or even some of the time. Or ever. And I get it. That's why I started writing loved notes. That's L-O-V-E-D notes. Get it? Because we're deeply loved Loved notes are weekly messages that come to your inbox. They're short and sweet and have exactly one purpose, to remind you of how deeply loved by God you are, and to acknowledge that it's okay if you're not feeling it, and also to offer ways to help you experience and own and revel in that deep love. I've been writing loved notes for exactly a year now, and the response has been pretty tremendous, so much so that I decided to launch this podcast. Hopefully, it'll give us more time to talk about God's deep love and to explore how to own it, especially when we're not feeling it, and how to live into it and how to share it with others. I'm Kristen Vincent. I'm an author or a treat leader and a spiritual director. I'm also the author of Love Notes and host of this podcast. You'll hear my voice a lot, but you'll also hear other voices, the voices of people who have something to teach us. Through each of these conversations, we'll piece together a patchwork quilt of what it means to be deeply loved by God. My guest this week is my husband, Max. He and I have written an Advent study, and since we're launching this podcast in Advent, we thought we'd use these first episodes to talk about the study, because it has much to say to us about God's love. But don't worry if you haven't read it. You don't have to. Everything in this podcast can stand on its own. So, welcome to this episode of Love Notes. I really hope you enjoy it and receive its message because you are deeply loved by God.
1: Welcome to Love Notes, the podcast.
0: woo So excited. We should probably introduce ourselves. We should probably. Okay. So, I'm Kristen Vincent. I'm Max Vincent. And welcome to the Love Notes podcast. So, here's the deal, y'all. I started the first Sunday of Advent last year, so 2018. I started this thing called Loved Notes. And it is a weekly... um, Email that goes out usually every Tuesday. Tuesday ish. Um, Tuesday ish is what we say. Yes, and it is an email that has one purpose, and that purpose is to remind you that you are deeply loved by it's God. It's like a
1: message from God saying, "Here's one way to hear God's love for you today."
0: That's right. it's It's like exactly. a Godgram. It's a Godgram Through email. So sweet. Yes. 21st century God. <laughs> Exactly. (laughs) Coming into your inbox every week. And um, that has been a labor of love. Um, As many of you know, the tagline for my company is Be Deeply Loved. I just feel like that is my calling. I just want everyone to know how deeply loved by God they are. So that's where the Love Notes came from. And so we are now almost an entire year. Well, I guess as of as of the this podcast, we are at exactly a year of having love notes and the response has been tremendous. If you are not part of the love notes crowd and getting your weekly love note each week, I will include information at the end about how you can get that deep love in your inbox every Tuesday ish. So Because the response has been so great, we thought it would be really fun to do a podcast where we could talk some more about God's deep love and all the ways we see it and experience it and what happens when we're not seeing it or experiencing it and how we can be reminded and, you know, all the things. And so, go ahead.
1: Talk us through just a minute the Be Deeply loved. The three
0: parts of that sentence and why that's important. Okay. So the tagline is be deeply loved. And there is a reason for those three words in that order. So first of all, be. So let me just say, first of all, we are deeply loved by God. We just are. Yes. It's not
1: that we're trying to be deeply loved. We're trying to do this so that we, we, will be deeply loved. It's about being in God's deep love. Is that what you're saying?
0: Yes. Yeah. I want to make it clear that it's not that we're doing anything so that we can be loved. We already are loved. There's nothing that we can do to make that happen or to deserve that. That already is a thing. And so all that I am trying to do through the Love Notes and through my other work is to help people feel that deep love. Sense that deep love. Sense, Rest
1: in that deep exactly. love. Exactly. Live out of that deep
0: love. Exactly, Be right.
1: in that deep love. Be
0: in the deep love. Exactly.
1: Wake around in it.
0: Exactly. flash around. And the reason I think that's important is because I think, um, well, uh, here's what I'll say. Going by experience, I have met a lot of people, and I myself have gone through life being able to talk a really good game about God's love. Like if you were to ask me about God's deep love, I would tell you in a heartbeat how much you are loved. And I could tell myself that I was really loved. But I think for a lot of my life, I did not actually feel that deep love. Um, I could you know, I could talk about it and I could think about it, but I didn't actually feel it. And I think I really didn't actually believe it when we got, you know, deep down into it. And I know that I'm not alone. I know that a lot of people feel somehow that they are not worthy of God's deep love, that maybe they don't deserve it. Maybe they missed out, you know, maybe God was having an off day when they were born or whatever. Um, But there are just reasons that people don't feel God's deep love for them.
1: It's like the difference between head knowledge and heart knowledge. It's one thing to talk about love, to write a great paper on love. It's another thing to say, I love you, or to hear, I love you. And Part of what I hear you saying is be deeply loved is about us experiencing, feeling, knowing with our heart as well as our head, God's love for us.
0: That is exactly right. That is exactly right. And so when I say be deeply loved, what I'm hoping to do is to help people learn how to just be and feel and experience God's deep love, whatever that looks like for them. And it's very different for every person. So if you start with being, that's just learning how to be. And it sounds really simple. But I think it's actually not that simple. Well, let's say this, I think it's simple, but not easy. Right?
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: It's such a simple concept to just be, but I don't think it comes easily, particularly in our culture where we are told to always be on the go, always produce, always got to be somewhere, be responsible for everybody, always be connected to technology, all, you know, all of that. And I think that that makes it hard for us to just be, But I think the other thing that makes it hard for us to just be is that we are afraid of what we will hear or think or feel or remember when we are just still and quiet, right?
1: So the love notes are a chance to experiment with listening, hearing God's love spoken to us. Uh, whether it's through the email or whether it's through the podcast, uh, a way to just open up a time where we can really hear and experience what it's like for God's love to just kind of wash over us.
0: Exactly. Yep. And so, again, each of the love notes is just, um, it's very short. And sometimes they're funny, because I like to be funny. Um, Sometimes they're serious. Sometimes there's somewhere in between. Um, And it's just a really quick reminder that you are deeply loved by God. And so I'm hoping that we can kind of do the same thing with this podcast, that we can talk about what it means to be deeply loved by God. And we can remember that we are deeply loved by God. And we can talk about ways to experience that deep love when maybe that feels hard. Um and so that's what I'm hoping to do with this podcast and I'm super excited that Max is a part of this because he is my husband as most of you know and he is definitely by far one of the primary signs of God's deep love in my life. So Thank you for doing this, honey. I'm
1: glad to do it and excited about this opportunity to work together because we're also working together on another project that kind of goes along with being deeply loved.
0: That is exactly right. Do you want to talk about that?
1: Uh, We are launching an online Advent study focused on the shepherds in the Gospel of Luke and the angels appearing to them. Uh, And I think the shepherds are a great example of what it's like to really experience being deeply loved by God. Uh, Definitely. A lot of people have ideas about the shepherds in the Bible, why the angels come to the shepherds, why they show up at the birth of Jesus. We've heard all kinds of theories over the years or imagined things ourselves. Uh, God appears to them because they're outcasts. They're kind of representative of sinners. They're people that maybe weren't trusted. Uh, But I think there's something else going on in that biblical story, which is part of what we explore in the uh, Advent study Keeping watch with the shepherds. Uh, it's been fun to work on that together and to mm-hmm, think about these definitely. characters who are often neglected in the Bible story.
0: Yeah, it's a story that just really resonates with me, and I'm excited to get to explore it more, um, both through the the course and through these love notes in the podcast. Um, So the Advent course is titled keeping watch with the shepherds, spiritual disciplines in the season of Advent. And there's a couple of reasons why we titled it that. So first, keeping watch. So what does it mean to keep watch? And in particular, what does it mean to keep watch during Advent?
1: I think it's a great tie-in to the idea of preparation. We often think of Advent as a time of preparation, and many people feel like that just means sitting, twiddling our thumbs, waiting for something to happen.
0: Oh, I think it's a lot about shopping. I think it's about all the parties and the decorations and the Christmas trees. Well, there's some
1: good ideas there. (laughs) Advent is active. That is true, but it's not really about the... 60% off sales, or the acquiring more, or how many Christmas trees we can cram into our house. It's more about the activity of opening ourselves to an encounter with God. Advent literally means the coming of God into our midst. And we think about the previous coming of God in Jesus and his uh, birth but also the future coming of God, right? but there's a present appearing of God that Advent asks us to to tune our hearts and our mind to. How is God appearing in our life today, in our world today?
0: Yeah, it's a story that just really resonates me for a lot of reasons, which we'll talk about in the Advent study. So um, we titled it Keeping Watch with the Shepherds. Um, finding spiritual disciplines in the season of Advent. And um, there's a couple of reasons why we titled it that. So first of all, keeping watch. Why would we want to keep watch? What's important about keeping watch? And what connection does that have with Advent, right? What would you say about that?
1: Certainly Advent, we think of keeping watch. Preparing, being on alert for God's coming into our midst. And uh, until we started exploring this story together, I think I'd often looked over the passage, the shepherds keeping watch over their flocks by night. And uh, as I thought about that, they were keeping watch over the flock, but suddenly this angel comes into their midst. It wasn't like they were keeping watch for a band of angels, they were just out. Doing their ordinary nighttime shepherd exactly. thing. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, right. And then suddenly there's this person who shows up and starts talking to him out of nowhere.
0: Right. Literally out of nowhere. Because they're like out in the middle of a field yeah. where they could have seen somebody approaching. Right. But all of a sudden there's this guy standing there. Yeah.
1: With like this bright glowing light. Like, yeah. It's you know, uh, crazy. Kind of hard to miss this character. Seriously. Uh, not like just suddenly someone eases up to the campfire. Boom.
0: Bright light. Right. The glory of the Lord shining around them. I mean, I just can't even imagine what that would have been like.
1: Like lots of gold and glitter and That's what I'm shiny thinking. stars. Sparkly. Maybe. Uh, all those things that go into the Christmas pageant. Yeah, uh, exactly. Yeah. Yes. uh
0: uh-huh. yeah. uh-huh. Yes. Lots and lots yeah. and lots of glitter. Totally. And,
1: and and why do you think the shepherds? Why, why do you think... The shepherds are are a part of this story.
0: Um, I guess for me, the shepherds um, the shepherds are probably the characters in Luke's gospel that I probably most identify with or most resonate mm-hmm. with. Mm-hmm. You know, um, like I of course I love Mary and I love Joseph, um, but you know I I don't quite identify with them. Um, I certainly don't quite identify yet with the Magi, um, but the shepherds, you know, they are just sort of everyday people who were just doing their job, having a really ordinary moment. And suddenly God shows up and starts talking to them. Yeah. And so I guess that's why I really resonate with them is because I feel like that's who I would have been in the story. I would have been the shepherd with, you know, my little headdress and freezing out there on the mountain trying to get warm by the fire and, you know, hanging out with the sheep. One of the
1: things uh, you taught me about shepherds in those days is. Often shepherds were the youngest of the family, which resonated with me. I'm the youngest of eight, so I would have been out there in the field because nobody else wanted that job. They had other things to do, so let's make the youngest go out there and watch over the sheep in the middle of the night.
0: And so imagine being a young guy, like probably early teens, and you're out there with other young guys, maybe... You know, maybe there was an older guy there, too. But it's really a group of young guys that are suddenly being confronted by a stranger and not just a stranger, but the glory of the Lord shining around them. So Mary and Joseph had a heads up, but the shepherds didn't.
1: Yeah. The shepherds, uh, appear in the story almost as suddenly as the angels appear to the, to the shepherds. As Luke opens up chapter two, he begins with Caesar Augustus in Rome and right. the Roman governor Quirinius in Syria. So maybe in Damascus, uh, But the the scene doesn't go to Rome or to Damascus. It doesn't even go to Jerusalem, the capital Hmm. of Judah. It's this field outside of Bethlehem where these shepherds are keeping watch over their flock by night. Right. So I think there's something more to these shepherds at this point in the story than just these characters that... Are you know God reaching out to those that may be the least, the last and the the lonely out in their field by night? right? Uh, there seems to be more to the fact that the angels appear to the shepherds.
0: Well, and so one of the things that we learned just as in our research for the Advent course um, was that, you know, Moses was a shepherd, and Moses delivered, the Israelites from slavery in Egypt, right? And return them to the promised land. And then we have David, who is a shepherd, who defeats Goliath and the Philistines, Mm. right? And delivers them. Right. And so it seems like the reason that God is suddenly appearing to the shepherds as opposed to anyone else on this holy night, right? The reason he seems to be choosing the shepherds is to really set this set the stage for the fact that Jesus is our shepherd.
1: Yeah, our deliverer. Like Jesus David, is our like deliverer. Moses. And, exactly. And they're... Outside of David's hometown, Bethlehem, Ugh, there's all right. the hope for the Messiah, the descendant of David to come and to, to lead us out once again, to, exactly. to bring us to safety, to salvation. And here these shepherds yeah. are asked to go and behold their shepherd.
0: Oh, isn't that amazing? Oh my gosh, that just gives me—I mean, chills it needs a to choir to
1: sing about it, basically,
0: and, and some glory um, and a some sparkles. Host. Uh, yeah, 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 right. Because Jesus has come to lead us out of sin, out of the slavery of sin and death, to eternal life.
1: That's an interesting point to, to think about this in terms of the love notes because I think one of the sins that many of us get locked into is not accepting God's love, not mm. hearing God's wow. love to us, thinking we're not important enough, we're, we're not uh, worthy of God's love. And so some of the first people to behold God's love are these shepherds. Mm. The youngest kids in the family, just out doing their evening chores, watching the sheep.
0: And you're right. Here is God saying, I love you deeply enough that I'm coming to you. I picked you.
1: They could have ignored the message. Easily. I mean, there seem to be other people around that we don't hear about rushing off to go find this baby wrapped in swaddling clothes. (laughs) But we hear about the shepherds in Luke's story because they listened. They heard God's voice to them.
0: It's true. They did. Now, I will say, having an angel show up and the glory of the Lord and then a choir of angels, that would tip me off that I really need to be paying attention. Yeah. So that might be part of the reason why they listened. Yeah. But either way. They listened. But
1: if the whole sky was filled with the angels, why didn't everybody show up? I mean, not all of Bethlehem well, came to this stall. That's right? a good
0: question. Like, what did anybody else say? Yeah. You know, like, was the local police department getting calls? Like, what's going on? Yeah. And. You know, there's a disturbance. There's Did all, something I mean, happen? This was before street lights,
1: and suddenly the sky is lit up oh with the glory of the Lord. So,
0: right, and I bet those angels were singing loudly. Surely mm-hmm. somebody heard something. Yeah. Who knows? Either way, the shepherds heard, and they listened, and they went. And again, we will talk about that um, in the Advent course. We will also talk about that in next week's podcast just about what the shepherds did once they saw that angel and saw the the night sky light up. So you're right that they listened. But here's the thing, and here's, I think, why we wrote the Advent course and why we need love notes, which is that God really is present in our lives every minute of every day. Like there is not a moment, not Mm -hmm. a second that goes by that God is not with us and that God is not reaching out and not speaking to us and not loving us. The difference, I think, is that we generally don't see it or don't notice it or don't hear it, Mm -hmm. you know, because we're just going about our ordinary lives and because we're not seeing choirs of angels and we're not seeing the sky light up.
1: But I do think in those moments when we get it, when we are in God's deep love, yeah, it feels to us like the sky lit up, absolutely, and angels were absolutely. just shouting at us, and right. we we kind of go, "Oh, why didn't I know that all along?" You know, uh, and I think some of these stories in the Bible about these appearances of God, the revelations of God, that is what they're trying to explain. You Mm -hmm. know, Moses Mm -hmm. uh, encounters God at a burning bush. Paul encounters uh, Jesus on the road to Damascus. And, you know, he's knocked off his horse. He sees this blinding light. Other people around him aren't sure what they're hearing and seeing.
0: Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. But
1: Paul's very clear. This was an encounter with Christ. Yeah, Uh, right. And I think that's what... Uh, these moments are like for us. Right. And and, and other people may not see it. They may not hear it. Uh, You know, for the other shepherds, that may have just been a typical night outside Bethlehem. Mm -hmm. Uh, And they're not sure why these shepherds go running off to the stable. Um, But those are moments when, when we are really in tune with hearing God's deep love for us.
0: Right. And I think it's possible for us to have more moments like that and that that is, again, about learning how to be.
1: Well, and I think that's part of the the role of spiritual disciplines in our life. And I know a lot of people don't like that word discipline. It's, you know, it, it makes it sound like work, but it's kind of like training our bodies to Mm -hmm. hear God, Mm -hmm. whether it's through scripture reading, through prayer, through meditation, through contemplation. The discipline about that is trying to be more attentive, more open to hearing God speak to us. Uh, I love the way John Wesley talks about spiritual disciplines as a means of grace. Mm. And part of the way he explained that was there are certain places where God has promised to meet us mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. through scripture study, yeah. through conversing with other Christians, uh, trying to discern God's will, God's, God's speaking into our life, uh, prayer, worship, the sacraments, Wesley said, you know, when you're seeking God, um, God could speak to us anywhere. God could speak to us on a hillside outside Bethlehem in the middle of the night. Right. But there are some places where God has said, I'm going to meet you here. Sure. Uh, he doesn't always give us a timeline. doesn't right. say, I'll do it today or if you do it three times this week. Yeah. Um, and sometimes it may be that we need to continue the discipline to listen a little deeper. Um, But the disciplines help open us up to not just hearing God in those moments, but hearing God then in the rest of our days.
0: Exactly. Exactly. So the disciplines that we talk about specifically in the Advent course are the discipline of hearing and the discipline of going and the discipline of beholding and the discipline of sharing or telling, yes. right? And that's yep. following the model of the shepherds. Yeah. And so um, so the first week, this week's, um, is specifically about hearing. And the shepherds really did hear, uh, hear the voice of the angel, and they really did listen. They really did pay attention, obviously, you know, because they had the glory of the Lord shining around them. Mm-hmm but they did listen and so hopefully what we can do this week is maybe think about ways in which we can practice hearing and listening for god's presence in our lives
1: i remember a time when i heard god speaking to me through you wow through your really? voice yeah years ago we were facing a decision about moving uh, to a new community uh uh-huh. we were uh, living in north carolina And we felt God was uh, calling us to stay Stay there and stay permanently in Carolina. That's right. And like the same day that we kind of were moving forward with that plan, we got a call about moving to Georgia. Mm -hmm. And we had about 24 hours to decide.
0: Yes. A little bit stressful. um,
1: It's a weird weird thing in the Methodist church to sort of be able to even decide something like that. (laughs) Both bishops said, you know, We're not going to force you either way. Uh, We -hmm. want to know where you feel God is calling you. And I remember the next day I spent uh, two hours with a group of pastors that, that I was in communion with back then and just sort of talked this through with them. And they just asked me questions. What do you think? Why do you think God is calling you to stay in North Carolina? Why do you think God is maybe calling you to move to Georgia? And they just listened to me, and at the end, uh, they said, well, what are you going to do? And I said, well, we're going to stay in North Carolina because we think <laughs> this is going well, and there's some great opportunities for us here. And I remember walking out, we were meeting uh, at one of my friends uh, in the fellowship hall the church he was serving, and as we were walking out, He, uh, looked at me, put his hand on my shoulder and said, I'm really glad you're staying in North Carolina, but you made that decision for all the wrong reasons. And he just ushered me out the door. Wow. (laughs) And I thought, okay, well, I don't know what that was about. And that evening we were meeting some friends for dinner Mm -hmm. and I got there first and they knew what we were trying to decide. And they said, what are you going to do? And I said, we're going to stay in North Carolina. And about five minutes later, you came walking in. And as soon as you walked in, you said, we're moving to Georgia. (laughs) <laughs> and I was like, okay, God, that's twice in one day. Two people have said we need to move to Georgia. And, uh, you know, I remember thinking I was hearing God through you. Mm. And there are probably many days that I could hear God through you, <laughs> but I'm so used to your shining glory mm. that I just take it for advantage. Is, is that but what that is? Yeah, that's what's going on. Gotcha.
0: There, I so, uh-huh.
1: Okay. Um, I mean, there there are ways we can hear God speaking to us mm-hmm. every day.
0: Yep. Through ordinary everyday people, through ordinary everyday moments in ordinary everyday places, you know, God is just always there ready to speak to us. And so hopefully we can learn to just be so that we can hear God. And I can bet you that the more you practice being and the more you practice hearing, the more that you will hear that you are deeply loved by God. I just had to say that, you know, because that's my thing. That's your thing. That is my thing. Yep. Exactly.
1: Feel good to get that off your chest. I did. Yes. Right, I good. feel
0: I feel so much better. <laughs> so... Um, So we've talked about the Advent course, and again, we will have information at the end of the podcast. If you are interested in joining us for that study, we would love to have you. Um, So we will include information about how you can register and be part of that. Um, But before we go, all of this has been leading up to our very first Loved notes. Oh the
1: loved notes. Here
0: we go. Here we go.
1: The love notes. Oh my gosh. Soon you'll be hearing <laughs> God everywhere. Oh my gosh. The love notes. Being loved deeply so you can share.
0: Holy cow. Did, I worked a week on that. Oh my gosh. Y'all, I uh <laughs> You missed the dance. <laughs> Yes, you did miss the dance. Um, you know, maybe one of these days we'll take video. Probably not. Wow. Y'all, that's for free. We are not going to charge you for that. <laughs> but wow, But that is honey. copyrighted. It is, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> Wow, honey, you just came up with your own little love note song. I know. That's my contribution. Oh, well, thank you. Yeah, that makes your whole presence here worth it. Yeah, uh because your presence matters. Um, And I just want to say it does touch my heart because I probably did not miss an episode of The Love Boat back in the 80s. So that just warms my heart that there's this little connection now with one of my old favorite TV shows. Um, so, anyway, let's go into our love note for the week. righty. For
1: this week's love note, we want you to hear the words of the angel spoken to you.
0: And really listen as if that angel is standing before you and the glory of the Lord is shining around you. And hear these words being spoken directly to you. Don't be afraid. I mean, really, it's so easy for us to be afraid, but don't be afraid.
1: I am bringing you good news.
0: You, if you are listening to this podcast, I am bringing you this good news. That a Savior has been born. To you. So that you will know God's deep love. And that you will be delivered from anything that keeps you from experiencing that deep love.
1: It's news for the whole world, but it begins with you hearing God's love.
0: So listen. Pay attention. Keep an ear out for the ways in which God is showing up in your ordinary, everyday life, in possibly ordinary, everyday ways, but in which God is speaking to you an extraordinary message that Christ has been born and is here for you so that you will know
1: God's deep love.
0: Amen. Amen. for joining us in this episode of love notes. If you want to receive my weekly love note in your inbox, go to lovednotes.com and click on the link to sign up. That's l o v e d n o t e s.com. And if you're interested in the advent study, go to keepingwatch.podia.com. That's keepingwatch.podia.com. Also, I hope you enjoyed the musical interludes because they were played by our son, Matthew. This is a brand new podcast, so it would really help us if you'd be willing to go to iTunes and write a review. The more reviews we have, the easier it is for other people to find us, and we'd like as many people as possible to know about God's deep love for them. While you're there, hit subscribe so you won't miss an episode. Lastly, I'd love to hear from you. What questions do you have? What would you like for me to include in these episodes? What are the ways in which you're experiencing God's deep love in your life? You can find me at KristenEVincent.com or at KristenEVincent on Instagram. That's K-R-I-S-T-E-N-E-V-I-N-C-E-N-T. And finally, remember, you are God's beloved that is your true story. And it's a story the whole world needs to hear. Grace and peace.